There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans. It's a Wales, Wales to a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 years, Fodringham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box to Duffy. He can hit them. And he does. Hello everybody, welcome to the new season. Uh, new season, same old drama, same old stress and a very, very tough afternoon in Stoke to talk about. Yeah, the season starts with a 4-1 defeat, we'll pick it apart as best we can. There's some negatives, quite a lot of negatives to pick from. If there are any positives, we will find them, I'm not sure there are any, but we'll, we'll, we'll do our very, very best to find them. Uh, first of all, Mick's with us. How are you doing, Mick? I'm all well, mate. I'm all good, thank you. Are you? Yeah, well, very good. Well, I'm just glad we didn't do this at like half past five Saturday afternoon because that's yeah. a different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny will be with us shortly. Uh, got YouTubers with us. Uh, says evening all. He thinks it's going to be a long, long season. Kim Haywood and Gab Grundy are with us. Martin Holland and Sarah Ogden and Stephen Thomas says abysmal. He would say, don't look fit. Interesting, interesting. We've got uh, John Mel with his Vernon, Vernon Jones. This evening, all time, time to stoke the boilers and let off some steam. See what we've done there. Um, TBR Ghost is unlucky yesterday. Good luck with the rest of the season. That's what's from a Stoke fan. Uh, Johnny Davis is saying hello to his dad. So, hello, Johnny Davis's dad. Um, <laughs> Tobias is with us. <laughs> J Boy says, can't even think of any positives from Saturday apart from going home. Um, Mick, we all talked about the positivity around the club, around Rotherham United mm. on Thursday, or whatever it was, four days ago. It took about 15 minutes for all that positivity to get sucked out of me. I don't know about you, um, but it was a tough start in terms of performance. You can ignore the goals if you want to start with, but it was just, uh, we, we were behind, weren't we? Yeah, we were right from, the, right from minute one. Um, we were, I think I, I don't know whether I, I messaged you or whether I tweeted it. We were like rabbits in headlights. Mm. It was just bizarre. Um, we we just showed them so much respect. It was it was ridiculous. Um, I, I don't know. It was it was it was a really bizarre start to a season for me. Um, mm. Just poor. Just not at the races at all. And I can't understand that, you know, for the first game, the opening game of the season, um, just just about all over the pitch, just mm. second best. Um, and I know they've got a quality squad. And I know they've invested well and, and bought some decent players. But, um, you know, the, the, the difference, the gap in quality that was shown, certainly in that first half, was not down to the way that they've invested. It was down... Just as much to the way that we, I'm going to say performed, but the way we didn't perform. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Danny is with us. How are you doing, Danny? Yeah, hello. Wi Fi permitting, Danny is with us. How are you doing, Danny? 
Uh, uh, I'm doing all right, thank you. How are we all? Very, very good. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Danny, just general thought. We'll go into the specifics of the goals and the performance, but just general. I suppose Mark Mix just mentioned sort of surprise of how poor it was, based on how how we all thought it was going to be at least competitive, and it wasn't certainly the first half. No, it wasn't uh, competitive, was it? I mean, I've watched the game back before coming on, and that, <clears throat> that's all I can say. Just oh dear. I mean, me and yeah. Stoke were at us straight away and we never really recovered from it. And that's my honest assessment. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. I should have mentioned this at the start. I have a mix in a car park in Wales. Um, I saw the co-op as well. So, yeah, for all those car park in Wales fans, Mick <laughs> is there again. Uh, but you made the effort to be. I appreciate it, Mick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And what's more... Despite hmm. the fact I'm working off 4G, my Wi-Fi is better than Danny's. It's gone. Danny's gone. Yeah, Danny's disappeared. So, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Harvey <laughs> um, Calvick said, we can't keep playing five at the back in this league for me. And that turned out to be an issue. I mean, I don't, I, in general, I don't have a problem with five at the back. Well, a 3-5-2. I don't have a problem with a 3-5-2. The problem is, if you play a team, somebody like Soak or a team that's sort of aggressive like Stoke, they're going to pin you back and make it a flat back five. Mm. And then John and John Hugo was, was incredibly isolated, and that was one of the reasons for it. That and that then heaped pressure back on the defense and everything else. You've got to find a way of not getting pushed back so far to make it a five. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and the way to do that is keep the ball. You know, mm. and we didn't. We 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 seemed to make no effort at all in that first half to keep the ball. I'm sure we did. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure the plan was there and everything else, but he just, you know, we were just hoofing it away and and falling into the trap that that little Scots bloke suggested that we would do, you know, and and I, I don't get it, I don't understand it, you know. Pre-season, it's been clear that, and I, I accept, with the exception of Sheffield United, the the quality of the opposition has been, you know, much much lower. But nevertheless, it was clear that they were trying to. Um, keep the ball better. Matt Taylor's talked about that. And yet, in the opening 15, 20 minutes of, of the first game of the season, we're just back to get rid of it as quickly as we possibly can and hope that it sticks up front. It just didn't make any sense to me at all. Um, I mean, they came out of the trap quickly, which you would expect anyway. Mm. Um, but you've got to be able to... You, you've got to accept, uh, expect that, sorry. Um, and And... And deal with it, and we just didn't deal with it at all. Um, yeah. Really, really disappointing. Really disappointing. Um, and I'm sure that the air was blue both half to at half time and at full time as well uh, in that changing room because there'll be some very, very annoyed people. I would have thought not only the not only the management team but the players as well because they all yeah. know that their performances as a whole wasn't good enough. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we. I don't want to sound like a Gareth Ainsworth here, but we don't know how good Stoke are going to be. Stoke could turn out to be the surprise package of the league. And I don't think they're going to walk away with the league by any means. Um, and I, under no circumstances, I think that's going to end up being a good result for one loss. Um, but we don't know how good they're going to be as a slight caveat I would put towards it. But we just didn't turn up. Make the first goal. Um, a great finish. Let's start by saying it's a stunning finish by their right back. Yeah. But... He had so much time and space, and this was this was an issue with several of the goals. The ball went into the box, and we were just all over the shop. And this this one's on Cohen Bramble, unfortunately yeah. for him, because he, he, that's his man, and he just gave him all the time and the space to compose, almost compose himself. And I said, it's a great finish, but could be tighter. <laughs> I mean, I don't where how he got that much space is is beyond me. I mean, that's schoolboy defending, um, and and. And I'm sure Cohen Bramall will know that. Uh, he got dragged inside and, like you said, he had time to bring it down, have a cup of tea, a fag and phone his missus before he put it in back in that, didn't he? You know, it was just ridiculous. Um, I, I don't, what can you say? What can you say? We, we talked we talked pre-season about the quality that we feel that we brought in in that back five, that back line. Um, mm. And it was missing in action yesterday for, right from... 
right from the start. And that you can't, uh, how can you allow a championship player of any quality um, that amount of time in box? I just, I, I, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't get it. But, mm. you know, it's happened, isn't it? And uh, let's put it down to a mistake, shall we? Yeah, it would if it was just one goal, we would. <laughs> um, Danny's back with us. Danny, how is the Wi-Fi holding up? I have no idea. If I'm being honest, it might, <laughs> might be for five minutes. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, Danny, how did you see, you see the first goal? Just awful positioning? Was it just a stunning moment? What What, what were your thoughts on it? Going well tonight, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is not working. Let's move on. This <laughs> fire comes back um, whenever that may be. That takes us to the second goal, Mick, which, having watched it back, I, I think I'd wiped it from my mind until I watched it back. Even more frustrating. Uh, defensively, so it's a, it's a it's a sort of a nothing ball to the sort of far post, knock back, knock across, knock, knock back across goal, and it's a free man. Mm. There was, there was, everybody everybody claimed for offside, which it, I don't, I don't, as it turns out, I don't think it was at all. Um, but you can apply this to the third and the fourth goal. <laughs> this is just basic defending, isn't it? And mm. uh, I, I find it difficult to. Find an excuse. I suppose what we we do sometimes on here we find an excuse why X, Y, and Z has happened. I yeah. can't really defend any of the defending from us for any of the four goals yesterday. No, I mean my immediate thought was that it was offside. Um, mm. But my and and my thought the, the reasoning behind that is because it got so much space. It must have been offside, you know. Mm. Um, clearly not. Um, I, I don't know. I I just. I can't explain it, and, and you know we could we could we could sit here all night trying to come up with reasons reasons why that we were allowing them the freedom in our penalty area, but we're not gonna we're not gonna find the reasons, are, they, are we? You know, it's just it's just poor defending, um, and and that's down to the players on the pitch ultimately. You know, it's not that's not a, a, a tactical matter. It's not a an organisational matter. It's not a it's the players on the pitch. You know, mm-hmm. they know what their responsibilities are, and no matter what the tactics are, none of the tactics include leaving two men free on back post or near post or anywhere else in penalty area. Yeah. They don't that that's not included. So just schoolboy defending and and we you know, I'm sure, like I say, we we could go on about it all night, but I'm sure these conversations will have been had in the changing rooms and will be had again on Monday morning, um, down at Renwood. Not good enough. Absolutely not good enough. Hmm. Jordan Hammy, that's very annoying from yesterday, but I'll go through his comments. He's can't, he says he can't blame the, blame the players. So they're getting told by the manager. If you remember, there was a video last year of Vincent Company with the Burnley, the passion he had for the club. Just can't see Taylor having that much fight as a manager to get the team performing. Uh, playing like we did yesterday, we may as well finish the league now and say we're done. Yeah, I mean, it's not about... Vincent Company shouting and screaming and all this, that, and the other. That's, just, that's certainly not the type of manager Matt Taylor is. I agree with Mick. I agree with Mick. What Mick just mentioned. I think that's, you've got to blame the player for the goals. You've got to blame the players. I think it's, it's schoolboy defending. We can talk about the tactics and not having a foothold in the game. That's fine. But not having a foothold in the game didn't let, make us concede all four goals. They were basic. They were really basic things. Um, anything to add on that one? On that. No, I mean, I, I, football's about opinions, in it, and, and with the greatest respect, I don't agree with that. Um, you know, I, I just don't. Um, that, the 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 goals, as you quite rightly pointed out, there are nothing to do with tactics. They're to do with um, just a lack of concentration and, and not doing your job properly, not doing mm. your job that you're told to do. You know, you can't have a five-man defence and have two men sparing it back. By post, it doesn't. That's not a tactical issue. That is purely and simply an issue for me, anyway. In my opinion, um, it's it's purely an issue of players not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. Completely agree. John Morell says worrying comments from uh, uh, Mick has not not being up for the open day of the season is a big concern. QPR are the ones who appeared to be in the same boat. Yeah, 
Sure, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, isn't it? You know, if we lose yeah. 4-1 but stay up by 10 points, we're not, we're not going to look back and sort of care about the Stoke game. Um, so we'll see Listen, how it goes. I- I don't. I don't think this is a, a precursor to a, a season of nine points. No, I don't. Uh, come come January, uh, come uh, come May next year. I don't think that is that the case at all. And I don't think that that sort of performance will be a regular occurrence from this team. I'm absolutely convinced of that. Um, yeah. But you know, you've got to be up for the first game, surely. You said so. Um... Phil says a model of signing an aging aging centre backs with serious uh, will cause of serious problems. No pace and injury prone. That's uh, a mention towards Sean Morrison, who had not a greatest game. You can put we have to put a bit of blame down to him over the goals. He was he's part of that defence. He meant to marshal that defence. Mm. Um, he also is very was very very lucky to not get sent off Mick because he cleaned out their their striker who. There was a half a chance he would have got to the ball first. So Sean Morris was lucky to be able to be substituted ten minutes later. Um, yeah, I mean we'll come on to we'll come on to some of the decisions later, I'm sure. Um yes, ordinarily, I'm clutching at straws here. Yeah, ordinarily he should be uh, he should have been sent off, no doubt about it. But we did have a covering defender, um, Cohen Bramall, because even if Cohen Bramall were ten yards behind play, they still caught him. <laughs> Um, but that is clutching at straws. Yeah, red card. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I have no explanation as to why that wasn't a red card, um, other than the refs bottled it. Yeah, bottled that one, but didn't bottle another one, which we will talk about shortly. Yeah, again. Um, yeah. Sean Morrison in general, Mick. I thought, uh, and he, I thought, and we know Sean Morrison's not very quick. That's mm. not his selling point. But we, that's just sort of the tag that he's, he's a good defender, but he's not got no pace. I thought mm. yesterday he looked. Almost four and five yards behind behind everybody else. It was so obvious to how little game time he's had. Yeah, I'm sure that will get better. But that was a massive concern. Into his, his massive concern how behind the game he looked for for a guy of his experience. Yeah, it is. It is a worry, um, or it is a concern. But like you say, he's had very little game time pre season for for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, so he, he he will come good. I have no no doubt about it. He's a quality player. He's a quality defender. Um, so we'll. Uh, I have no concerns in that department, to be honest with you. Um, and and I'm not I, I'm not buying this aging defenders lark either. I'm not. That's not. I don't agree with that necessarily. Well, I don't agree with it. Um, we've got vast amount of experience back there, and we've got enough pace to cover for their lack of pace as well. So I'm yeah. not. You know, I'm not, I'm not buying that one at all. The the injury side of it is a bit of a worry, um, but again, we're looking at the, at the cover in that department anyway. We've got plenty, we've got plenty of players who can who can perform that role. Um, I thought Jamie McCart did really well when he came on. I thought he did well pre-season, and I'm hoping that he's going to stay with us. So we've got we've got enough cover back there, um, but but yeah, I'm not I'm not buying this. Aging defender um, uh, argument for me, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to hold. Uh, it's it's a, just a strain or just a, a slight issue with his with his hamstring. I think I, from what Matt Taylor said, I think it was pre- just precautionary. That Grant Hall wasn't involved, um, so he's the only. He was the only one missing. I think I'm right. I think I think he's the only centre half missing. Well, up until yesterday, yeah. Up until yesterday, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's we'll see. I don't know what to say about this defense, to be honest with you. It's a struggle. But anyway, Victor deserves a bit of a mention because it's a slight positive pull for a really good save in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um it was uh, could you fault Victor for any of the goals at all? I think he'd be disappointed he didn't stop the first one. Uh he got a hand to it. Um and I think he, he himself would be disappointed he didn't stop it. It would have been a hell of a save had he had he yeah, managed would, yeah. to tip it over the bar. Um, but um, other than that, now he was just let down, weren't he? He was just let down by the, the players in front of him, the 10 players in front of him. Yeah. Uh, let's Moving on to half-time then, we, we, we made some changes. Uh, Sean Morrison came off and somebody else came on. Who came on? Peltier. Lee Peltier. Peltier came, obviously, Peltier came on for a very brief cameo. Went to four back, instant reaction. Before we talk about the goal, Mick, the, the formation worked. To go flat back four... Did seem to help, but 
did that help because Stoke were three 0 up and they were cruising, or do you think it actually actually made an impact on what Stoke were trying to do? I'd like to think it made an impact. Um, I thought Fred looked very very dangerous, mm. um, pushing further forward, um, and I thought Dexter looked dangerous when he came on as well. Albeit that were a bit late, later on. Um, so yeah, it did make a difference. It, it definitely did, um, given the given the the um, the formation that they were playing. So we we started to get a little bit of a foothold in the game, a little bit of one. Um, the second half performance was far better. Um, still not great by any stretch of the imagination, um, and I suppose it couldn't have been worse than first half, could it really? Um, but it was better, and we started to get a foothold in the game, and that goal gave us a bit of a lift. Um, mm. And albeit it was just a scrambled mashup of a goal, weren't it? It weren't well, hardly um, anything <laughs> to write home about. But then nevertheless, ball ended up in back in net. So um, yeah, I, I thought we started to get a foothold in the game at that point. Mm. Um, and whilst I think the chances of us ever getting out, anything out of the game were slim, um, the, there was there was still something there. I thought, mm. but I'm an optimist and I'm a happy clapper, so I would think <laughs> that. Yeah, we we got the goal. Then there was a bit of momentum. Then Peltier then came off, which meant there was obviously another change, which then took a bit of a bit of momentum out of the game for us. Um, which is a shame. I thought Peltier for when he came on, Mick. It's, it's almost disappointing that you're into allowing him to come on. And I'm not trying to dig out Lee Peltier, but it shouldn't be him that comes on to make a difference. That's not the kind of player it should be, if that sort of makes sense. It, it, it shouldn't have to be that way. And I know that's day one and maybe a simplistic thing to say. Yeah, um, I, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think it was him that made the difference. I think it was the formation change that made the difference. True. Which right, allowed yeah. us to, 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 to put some pressure on further up the pitch. Um, and allowed us to try and keep the ball a little bit better, which is what we what we what we what we started to do. And as soon as we started to do that, we we started to have an impact on the game, um, mm. and and made them gave them a little bit to think about. Not a lot, but we gave them a little bit to think about. Yeah. Um, and and I think the game would have been very very different had we done that from the start. Um, and I'm not convinced we would have got anything out of the game even then. However. Um, we would have at least we would at least give them something to think about. Mm. Yeah, that's all you could do. At three 0 down at half time. That's that's the aim, really. We all, we'll, we'd all love to get back into a game, but you got to be realistic. Mm. Getting that point was never really on the table. It was just clawing some credibility back, which we yeah. did for ten minutes um, to a point. Nicholas Skidmore says we're poor all over the pitch. No attack and midfield battle and terrible at the back. Got to remember though, even last season away at Stoke, we were very lucky. I'm not considered seven. They have got a lot of the ball and it's a hard place to go, which is true. Um JB on your point makes us not be not buying the Asian defender thing, but 70 minutes into the season we have an injury crisis. Um we're an injury crisis. No, Grant Hall's as a is a minor concern and Pelty has picked up a I think calf injury, I think. Um that's it though. That's it. Crisis is a bit of a strong word, isn't it? Yeah. We've got an injury. We've got an injury, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on to the rule changes and how they affected and impacted the game. Let's, before we talk about the big the big decision, Mick, let's just talk about the minutes and time added on first. I think that's a more accurate place to start. Now, we've had a full weekend of it. There's been four games on telly and, and I think the Queen of the Shield was, was impacted by it as well. Um, we, what were your thoughts on, in, on the injury times that were added, I was personally absolutely fine with it. I, I'm a big fan of the, of the rule change, to be honest with you. What, what are your general thoughts on the time added on? I thought it was pretty fair, really, given given the, the fact that there were five goals in the game, um, 72 bookings, um, <laughs> 15 substitutions. Yeah, I think I think the the, the 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 amount of time that was added on was 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 fine. I don't have an issue with that at all. My issue is what it was added on for. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people on, on social media, not just Rotherham fans, but people unhappy with with the time added on. Yeah, um, we want our, we want our minutes in the game, and if this, this is if this is hopefully going to stop teams wasting time and stop kicking the ball away and things such as that, I think it's I think it's one way of tackling it. 
the other way of tackling it is giving 15 yellow cards in the game rather than the ones that we've that we've already had. Um, John Morell says on this point, I'm glad these minutes are being added. The stats about how long the ball in play was in last season are shocking. Yeah. yeah. I think they used the Sheffield Wednesday game as, as an example on Friday. The ball was in play for 10 minutes longer than the average last season. So it's instantly having an impact, instantly we're getting more football. I don't really understand the complaints because we're going to a football game to watch some football and we're now getting more football and people are unhappy that it's lasting so long. Uh, I don't understand the complaints. Um, I've seen people's reasoning for it, but I just, you play, you play so, the minutes, you play the given, minutes. Given the fact that the ball was in play, I think they quoted 66 minutes for that like yeah. piggy game. So what happened to the other 24 then? Well, exactly. Oh, so we're still not getting a full game anyway. Oh, oh, if we're going to do this, let's do it. If we're not going to do it, let's not play at it. But we're always just going to play at it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're just going to have a token gesture about, you know, making 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 players, um, you know, making us play for the, 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 the allotted time. Um, mm. So it, it, it's pointless. It's pointless. I, I agree with it. I'm not, you know, like I say, I don't have an issue with it. I think it's, I think it's good that that time wasting, gamesmanship, cheating, essentially, is what it is half of the time. Uh, not all of the time, but a lot of the time um, that, that it's addressed. I have no issue with that. But again, it's a bit of a halfway house, isn't it? It's a bit of a half-hearted effort at addressing the fact that a game lasts ninety minutes, but we only see sixty-six minutes, and we're mm. happy with that. No. <laughs> Six six yeah. minutes is better than fifty. Stop moaning. Of course it is, John. Yeah, it is absolutely, and I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue with that. Step forward. I think it's the yes. same it is, which is which is what yeah. you, all we can ask for, um, and consistency as well. And for the most part of the football, of the games I've seen, there has been consistency, a, a reasonable amount of consistency in terms of it being added in all different types of games. Um, I prefer this way of doing it than giving fifteen yellow cards out for sort of slow throw-ins. Because as we're going to talk about in a second, if you give so many bookings out, people are going to go unfairly suspended for future games. So I think adding time on is a much better way of doing it than punishing the players and the fans who go to watch these games. That's why I think it's better than any other method, any other way that I've seen suggested. Um, moving on to yellow cards. Um, <laughs> the Cafu sending off, Mick. Two yellow cards. Uh could you justify the second one being a foul, never mind a yellow card? No. Simple as that, no. I mean, yeah, the first one, definitely yellow. No issue with that whatsoever. Definitely a yellow card. I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Second one, I, I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea at all. There are two schools of thought, aren't there, at the moment, as to why that second yellow card was given. The One is for, for the alleged foul which wasn't a foul and nobody yeah. nobody is going to convince me otherwise it was not a foul um or did he get booked for picking the ball up afterwards um delaying the start of the restart um think of that i don't think it would have been though either way either way it's it, it's completely baffled me, I, I utterly baffled as to why why the free kick was given in the first place, let alone booking. Mm. And I've watched it and watched it and watched it and watched it. There's three or four different angles you can watch it from, one of which is similar to the one that the referee was watching it from, only a little bit further away. There is no foul. It's not even, never mind a yellow card, there is no foul. Um, and I've seen a few people saying, well, he shouldn't have gone to ground. That's absolute nonsense, in my view. Again, I, I can only get, I'm only giving you my opinion. It's absolute nonsense. Are we saying that, the, you know, you can't go to ground and tackle anybody? The only reason he shouldn't have gone to ground is because he got a yellow card for it. Hindsight's wonderful. It was a fantastic tackle. He won the ball, fair and square. It is not a foul. End of story. Whether he's on the ground or anywhere else, in my view, it is not a foul. So, I mean, there's no, you, you, we can go on all, all night, but again, we're only going to be saying the same things. The referee got it wrong. It did, yeah. Um, uh, Nicholas Camote, it was hardly a foul, never mind a yellow. Steve Thomas says he got the ball. 
just on this one, Paramount says if you win the ball, it's not a foul. There are circumstances where if you win the ball, it's irrelevant. You can you can endanger the player and it can still be a foul. And even a red card if you win the ball. But this was one of those where I don't think the player was ever in danger. Um, if he's endangered the player, it's a red card. Straight yeah, away. Exactly. Not a yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, just, it's bizarre. It genuinely is a bizarre decision. It is, and we've got to be careful because I think we saw obviously more yellow cards. We've seen more yellow cards this weekend. And for the most part, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. For example, Colin Bramwell got booked yesterday because he kicked the ball away. Bang on that, book him. No, Everybody no, who kicks no. the ball away, there should be a yellow card straight away. Done. Let's get that out of the game. But you can't, what seems to be happening, and certainly in the Stoke game, and this, this may play other games as well, is that the referee was giving yellow cards for soft fouls. Well, that's, that's not what we're, it's not, certainly as a football fan, that's not what I'm, we're asking for. If, you, if, you, if I take you back 12 months, we were sat here for the first four or five games of last season saying, this is brilliant because the referees are letting the play go more. There's, there's, more, there's all sort of bigger tackles going in because the referee was giving much more leniency before even giving a foul, never mind a yellow card. And now we seem to be saying, because we're going to book people kicking ball away, that means we need to be really strict on these fouls as well. Because there were a couple of Stoke fouls, actually, which I don't think were yellow cards either. This wasn't just a Cafu thing for me. Well, so it, we've, got, we've got to be really careful in what referees are. We don't know what they've been asked to do, I suppose. But what I would say as a football fan is that is not what we're asking. We're not asking for that to be a yellow card. And I think I can't remember this. I think their captain got booked, which I don't think was a booking. I don't, we don't want to see that being a yellow card. Um, and if it is, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? If, if, if that's a second yellow, what are we going to be doing for the rest of the season? Because there'll be nobody left on pitching some games, will there? No, but we do know what they've been asked to do because it's there in black and white in those EFL regulations, you know? And, and, and tackles, and though. No, no, that's not, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, Adolphin got booked in the first half yeah. for winning the ball, mm. fair and square. You know, it, it, it's just, but 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 the Stoke player went down clutching his leg, screaming. So the referee gave the free kick and booked him, despite the fact he won the ball clean, cleanly. Yeah. Um, you know, Victor, the the the, the um, studs on Victor's shin um, in the first oh, no, half, not. not even punished, not a free kick, not nothing at all. Um, you know, uh, the. the Somebody mentioned it earlier on. The, within the first minute, they got a free kick on, on the edge of the box. Um, zero contact, no contact whatsoever. It, it, you know, and it's just the, the inconsistency is ridiculous. Um, like you said, Colin Bramall got booked for picking the ball away. A Stoke player got booked for picking the ball up and running away with it. Um, but another Stoke player didn't get booked for picking the ball up and running away with it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, just what, what, I don't know. It's almost as if that Mr. Busby yesterday had like 10 minutes of being a referee and 10 minutes of being a clown, 10 minutes of being a referee and 10 minutes of just ignoring stuff. It, it, it kind of mm. went in phases. Um, yeah. We talked about it till a blue in face consistency. If you're going to apply the rules and apply them, apply them consistently, you know, the, the, the Stoke should have had a penalty in the first half. Uh, I would have been screaming my head off if that had gone the other way, uh, if that had been the other way. Clear handball from, from a Dauphin. You know, the ball's up in the air, yeah. his arm's up in the air. It's a penalty. Not given. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's just... But, but the Cafu thing, just... I'm baffled. I'm absolutely baffled. And it would be nice... Just to have, he was sent off because it was a foul, or he was sent off for picking the ball up, or he was sent off because whatever, whatever. Just yeah. give us a reason because we're all sat here now, fans across the country. To be honest with this, when you look at look on social media, it's mm. it's kind of it's kind of taken off a little bit. Nobody has any idea at all. What are we to expect in, in games in the future? You know, as as fans mm. and as players. You know what? What? Where is the line? And the line is moving. It's a constant, in, in constant, constantly moving, not just from game to game, but in game as well. Um, and and I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no explanation for for that at all. None at all. No. 
Yeah, there, there was there were so many soft yellow cards in terms of fouls that I didn't like in the Stoke game yesterday. For both teams, again, this this is not rather more hard done by. We weren't hard done by by the Cafu decision. There were so many fouls given, uh, yeah, yellow cards given for non non nothing fouls. Um, there's no need for it. You don't need to give yellow cards. And we've t- I've talked about this in the past, I think, on the podcast when, especially if you need to send somebody off. If you cannot give somebody a card and if you cannot send them off, don't send them off. You, you, you should do everything you can to try and keep the, the players on the you know the players on the pitch as a referee. He didn't have to give either book. I don't think either was. I, I think the first one was more a book in the second one, but I don't think the first one with Kappa was particularly a book in either. No. We, we, we ought to be saying don't give a yellow card unless you have to. Unless it is a definite yellow card, don't give it. We want the game to be flown. We don't want people sent off. For not nothing fouls because uh, Johnson's put in the comments. Football's a contact sport. As long as the player isn't in danger, soft fouls should be should be allowed uh, advantage or and no more. There's no need. There's no need for that yellow card. No. Uh, but but again, I mean, we we talk about we talked about the goals. Their fourth goal came from a corner that shouldn't have been a corner, and it shouldn't have been a corner because we should have been taking a free kick up the other end after Ben Wiles got fouled, and he got fouled mm. three times on his as he's trying to beat, beat players. <laughs> And 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 we don't. We, it's not given, and yet similar things are given all over the pitch for both sides. Mm. You know, throughout the game, I, I the, that, in that first half, I saw as much, far too much of Jordan Hugel's sports bra than I ever wanted to see, because his shirt's been ragged off his back. Never, nothing's given. You know, Georgie Kelly was pulled down. He, mm. he had his arm pulled in the penalty area the last couple of minutes. It's a clear penalty, and the, the linesman's on that side. It's a clear penalty, but it's not given. And yet, something soft is given two minutes yeah. later, you know, and, and the, the foul that, that Cathal got booked for, just bizarre. But, but ultimately, none of this, none of that last 15 minutes um, of, of conversation there is matter because yeah. that's not why we lost the game. You know, and and there is no way that I am making any excuses whatsoever. And please be absolutely assured, I am not making any excuses. That is not why we lost the game. No, um, we lost it because we weren't good enough. No, absolutely. How John Mills says, however, wasn't happy at how little amount of Rick Mick rants we had last season, so he's changed the rules uh, for this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I've got. Yeah, I, I've got. A, I've got his number. <laughs> um, I've got his number, so I might just text him about that, actually. <laughs> um, Tidwell goes to a store. We need to get him on here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure the, the comms people at the PGM will be very happy about that, would they? To be no, honest. possibly not. If they listen to any of our podcasts, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. T.D.R. Ghost says the Stoke fan, he doesn't think it was a red card. Uh, the Stoke fans say it, but then, as I mentioned, throw on goal. That was a red card. We're lucky that Sean Morris wasn't sent off. Um, yeah. Agreed. Um, John Mel on the, on the minutes being added, um, adds the excitement of the Sunderland game with 13 minutes oh. added on. was brilliant to watch, yeah. I agree. Uh, Sarah Ogden says, all for time being added on, but I couldn't see where the seven minutes came from in the first half. May have roasted into glasses on based on what happened. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I, this, this, is the th- this is the thing that we're never going to... We'll finish off on the referee chat now, really. But the point is that we're not to see that, really. We, we're to, we've got to trust the referees to make that decision. And I think probably as the season goes on, we'll get adjusted to it. The way we see the game will change. 
Um, and we will sort of understand that if, if it's gone out for a throw-in, that's, that's a minute because they haven't taken the throw-in. If it's a free kick that's delayed, that's another minute. I think we'll probably get used to it. Uh, it's here to stay. Get, we're going to have to get used to it. Um, we can complain. If you want to complain about it, you can play on it. That's not going to change. Um, so, um, just to clarify, no also school with Cafu missing a game. Does the cup game count? Far as we're aware, yes. Cafu will just miss the Morecambe game, which is a blessing in disguise, uh, to be honest with you. So there is that. Um, back to the performances, Mick. Let's pick out some individual players who sadly didn't play very well. We can't pick out any positives, to be honest with you. Let's let's start with Ben Wiles. I thought he really struggled yesterday. I thought he was okay in the first half. He wasn't the worst performer. But when he ended up getting farmed out on the, on the right-hand side and second half, I, I thought at times he, he looked down. I'm not going to say he didn't want to be here because I think that's probably... Me, me reading into the situation, which is probably not the case, but his body language certainly wasn't one of any positivity, or he, he wasn't sort of looking looking to change the game like like he has been doing at times last season. Yeah, you're right. He he, he didn't really get involved in the game, um, and I'm not entirely sure why. I don't want to buy this. He doesn't want to be a narrative. I don't want to buy it. Um, and, and at the moment, I'm going to convince myself that that's not the case. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's he's just, as everybody else, he's had very little game time uh, towards the back end of last season. And again, he seems to be being used as a kind of a utility player to fill in where somebody else is not there, you know what I mean? And mm. that's not that's not the type of player he is or how he should be used just because he's versatile. You know, we shouldn't be just saying, right, play here because he's not playing or stick mm. stick him at left back like like Warney did or or, or whatever, you know. He, 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 I don't know. I thought at times he was all right yesterday. He had he had he had some moments of of of, of quality really, you know. He had that shot in the first half where he let the ball in his body and really good strike. Um just straight at the goalkeeper, which was the disappointing part of it. Um but we'll have to wait and see how how, how Ben progresses in the opening uh, games of the season as, as to whether or not um, it remains part of the manager's thinking. He, he ought to do because he's a quality footballer, but he's also got to have the the, the, the attitude's got to be there, hasn't it? And mm. the consensus seems to be that the attitude is not at the moment. But I, don't, I don't know whether that's the case. I'm hoping that it's not, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, you've got to bear in mind, uh, Jonathan says he might be frustrated that he's not where he wants to be in terms of fitness and speed and stepping up, uh, stepping up to the game being brought to us. Mm. Yeah, that's possible. That, that, that is certainly true. He's obviously come off a, a pretty bad pretty bad injury last season. But the problem I have with that is, before the injury, he was good for, like, he was good against Burnley. That was it. We, 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 had the, we were having the same, same conversations now, this was only one game. This is only day one of the season. So I'm not mm. certainly not getting to a witch hunt. But we were having similar conversations at the start of last season with Ben Wiles that he doesn't, his body language is, is an issue and he, he wasn't impacting it at all at last season at times. Um, and we might have been harsh singling him out on Saturday because everybody was poor, Mick, but there's a there's a there's there's something popping up again. Uh, yeah, I think it's harsh to single him out um, on Saturday. Personally, that's my view. Um, I, I just, I, I think it's harsh to single anybody, any one person out. True. Um, I think it was just an overall a really poor team performance. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not buying it at the moment, in, in my view, but that might be a little bit of, um, um, I don't know what the word is, nostalgia. Loyalty. Loyalty, yeah. I'll give you that all yeah. over here. Um, Nicholas Skidmore says he said he wants to sign a new contract if a decent if a decent offer hasn't he? So I'm sure that means he wants to be here. You'd hope so. To you, they play devil's advocate. How many times you've seen players at other football clubs saying, "I'm really happy here," X, Y, and Z, and then a month later they pack the bags off to somewhere else. So yeah, I would take what said in, in said in interviews with with a pinch of salt because he can't exactly say, "No, I'd prefer to I'd prefer to have gone to Burnley last year." They can't come out and say that. Um, so I'll always take player interviews with a pinch of salt, if personally. Um, I don't know whether we'd be having this conversation if Ben Wiles weren't a Rotherham lad. There is um, that as well, the extra pressure with that, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. I think that I think that absolutely there is. And I think that's why you see the difference in Paul Warren now 
he's managing somewhere where you know it's not his club, if you like. Um, and 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 I suspect that, like you said, there was the added pressure on him when he was managing Rotherham United, and I think there's added pressure on Ben Wiles because he's 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 a he's a Rotherham United uh, product, isn't he? Uh, mm. It's his club, it's his town, so you know the, the the there is that pressure as well. But nevertheless, you still got to be able to put it do it when you when you when you put that red and white shirt on. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Stephen Thomas says the passing was non-existent regarding uh, finding a player. Yeah, that was a midfield issue for me. I thought we mentioned, mentioned Ben Wiles. I thought Adolphin was unrecognisable from the player that played for us last season, to be honest with you. I was, I was really surprised at Adolphin's performance. I couldn't really pick out where he was playing, to be honest with you, Mick. I couldn't work out if he was playing a bit further forward, just behind Hugo, or if he was playing a bit deeper. It was all a bit of all over the shop from Adolphin yesterday. I, I couldn't really work out what the problem was with him and I thought Rathbone was off it as well to be honest yeah I thought Ollie was off it I thought uh, I think you're right I think the issue and I thought Cafu was off it for the first 20 25 minutes he wasn't he wasn't involved in the game at all um midfield wise I think we were all over the place there was no shape in that midfield and um like there has been in these pre-season friendlies particularly against Sheffield United um mm. and, and admittedly Lincoln are a, a lower a lower division side, but the shape was there in that midfield. Um, whether that's because Stoke were dragging us out all over the place, I don't really know. Perhaps, um, but um, but it, it wasn't there. The press wasn't there either. Um, but I would let me throw this one in. Is this because we, we're going to have the same um, situation as we had last year, in that we're going to play differently away from home as, than we are at home? Um, and maybe the maybe the tactic was to try and soak up the pressure early doors, um, and then get back get into the game a little bit later on. Um, yeah. Didn't work if that's the case, and it won't work. It will not work in this division. I don't think. You know. Um, yeah, well, in terms of that, I know you're not. We can't just cut out injury time, but we got to forty five minutes only one nil down, having been battered for forty five yeah. minutes. So had, yeah. had 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 there not been injury time. That's just, that's just thing. See, but had there not been an injury time, we would have only gone in one nil, and that the, we, we would have we would have limited the damage that Stoke they they deserved a couple of goal lead. I think I think we all agreed that. Mm. So, but if we'd have been able to get in at one nil, make that change that we needed to do with Sean Morris coming off or whatever else, then the plan may have worked. But those two those two sloppy, sloppy moments in injury time is what's killed the game, isn't it? Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, that 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 killed it, and that was again down to us. It's not down to injury time or anything else, like you say. It's down to our our uh, sloppy defending. Mm. So yeah. Power yeah. um, says on Rathbone. Rathbone says sign a new deal. Well, that hasn't happened yet. Take that as lip service. Rathbone does have two years left. So there's no rush with that one particularly. Mm. Worth mentioning. John Morell says on Ben Wiles that we should have sold him as as the neutral in the room from the odd game last season. It seems to be a recurring subject on we're talking about Ben Wiles. Sadly, um, IFC, where is Bramwell's position? It's so obvious that he's not a left back and can't defend to save his life, and at the same time, Bramwell can't cross. So, where does he actually play? Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't picked him out as a breakout player this season. Nick, not going to the best start, Bramwell, because a similar to Adolphin yesterday, obviously, in a different position. I thought Adolphin was completely in no man's Bramwell was in no man's land for just about every part of the game. Um, especially with his pace, I expect him to get in good positions defensively and defensively. And yesterday, he just looked lost. Yeah, he did. He did. And he, and he has these games, doesn't he? He does, I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with the fact that he can't defend, in my view. I think, you know, he, he can put a tackle in with the best of them um, and he can get himself, his pace gets him out of a lot of trouble as well because he's, if, he's, if he's pushed too far up, um, mm. I think he's a... I think he... He has the potential to be a quality wing back, but he has still got some work to do. Um, th- that's my view. Um, but yeah, he had a bad game, and he does have bad games, and he has too many, um, unfortunately, for a player of his experience. So, um, mm. but again, you know, you know, he's going to have a game. He'll have a, he'll have a few games this season, without a doubt, where he's a star performer, like he was at Burnley last season, and and in other mm. games as well. So. You know we're not gonna we're not in the market to be buying uh, left wing backs, right wing backs, or anybody any other position um, mm. of players where they're gonna have consistently forty six quality games. It's just not we, we don't do it. You know, with the exception of Victor, 
Um, hopefully, we hold on to him be uh, you know by the end of this month. So um, and Cam Cam Humphries as well, obviously. Um, yeah. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, the less clear an issue because all nearly all the goals came from the left hand side. The one last one's a corner, but they all, they're all um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I want to defend <laughs> a little bit, John Hugel. John Hugel's coming for a bit of stick, as I think he does. Um, I don't think he played well. I'm not going to sit here and, and say, sit here that, say that John Hugel had a very good game. What I will say is I don't know what you expected from him um, yeah. with the way that the rest of the team played. What was he meant to do? Uh, he got ragged around a bit, as you mentioned, a bit of go making. He got ragged around left, right, and centre from Stoke. No protection from the referee, other than I think one foul in the first half. If you're going to play like that, what what what's Jordan Hugel meant to do? I felt I felt I felt really sorry for him. There were a couple of times last season where I felt sorry for him because he's just mm. fighting a losing battle, completely fighting a losing battle. Yeah, he's he's completely outnumbered, and and all he's getting is high balls up to him in the, in the hope that he can he can he can hold it up a little bit, and um, just yeah. <laughs> he's got nothing. He's got no to come. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't understand why he's got some stick. That's that's a bit bizarre for me. But um, you know, he's, he's, he had no, he had no, no opportunities. He had, he had the one opportunity I think where he, he tried to lock people and yeah. uh, and send it, didn't he? Um, but other than that, I think I think probably uh, with hindsight, he could have taken that on a little bit further. Um, but yeah. you know, that's, you know, he's got he's gone for it and. Yeah, now I, I have no issue with that yesterday, but he does need somebody else up there with him. Yeah, that's, and that's the that, thing we're playing wing backs that you isolate. If you play four three three like we did last season, it helps get people around him. Play yeah, three yeah. five one one, which is essentially what we did. Yeah, he's got nobody around him at all. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Power says needs support top. Kelly didn't do any better. He certainly didn't do any better. No, it was only having one striker. Uh, with supporting midfield players, which is which was the issue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the few players, Fred Onyedimna, had an okay debut. Mick, um, he's got something about him. I'm not sure playing wing backs is his best role, to be honest with you. Um, but I was, I saw enough to be positive going forward. Yeah, definitely. He looked, um, he looked, he looked a danger, didn't he? Going mm. forward, particularly in that uh, when we when we went to uh, a, a back four. Um, so yeah. Um, I like the look of him. I do like the look of him, uh, and I like the look of Dexter when he came on as well. Yeah, um, he, he he had no qualms about getting stuck in. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, really good, really good in that respect. So and a couple of positives to come out of it from there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I suppose we're going to be able to come talk about the Morgan game in a minute. But I suppose the moral of the story is, Mick, it was a very very bad afternoon. But let's not get too down about it. It was only one of forty five. Uh, we, we didn't have the worst day in the EFL by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it's also a wake-up call that this is not going to be a positive, all happy, clappy, sunshine and roses season like we were all hoping it would be four or five days ago. Well, we all do. Every <laughs> every uh, every August we have this, don't we? For, you know, oh God, it's it's August, full of full of um, full of that optimism and, and everything else. It's it's perhaps a good thing that we've had it knocked out of us um, <laughs> on day one. Let's uh, let's hope it's a it's a it's a proper wake up call. Um, mm. You know the the conversation that we've we've just had fifty odd minutes talk sort of having will have been will have been had yesterday um, with the squad, and it will be had again on Monday. I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive about that. So um, we 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 start again on Saturday, don't we? Yeah, well, just Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to bear in mind this is not the finished article in terms of squad as well. We're not super frustrated that we're transfer windows still open, but we've still got three three loan spaces left. We've still got Chris Tiahi to come in, which is the slowest moving transfer in the transfer history. Um, (laughs) So you've got four players there. Three. I think we'll use the full loan allocation. So you've got three loans and one permanent still to come through the door. So you've got four, four people, four more players in the squad. So I think that's something we should take into account as well, that we're not there yet. Whereas something like Stoke, who've probably been able to bring in all their top targets already because yeah, yeah. of the size of the club they are and the budget that they've got, they're almost probably the finished article into the transfer business. We're worth four or five short in terms of our transfer business. 
So I think that's something else to add into the equation as well, not to defend the performance, but I think that's that's certainly a factor to consider when not being too critical uh, of yeah, the team. If, if we Absolutely. play like this on the 30th of September, then I can't defend it as much. Um, no. But. no. There, there will be more changes, like you rightly say. There will be more changes to the squad uh, before the end of this month. Um, maybe there'll be some going out. Maybe there'll be some. Well, there'll certainly be some coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's not. And and you know, for God's sake, if 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 you're a Rotherham fan writing us off already, please don't don't <laughs> try and try and have a little bit of common sense and recognise that that is one game out of forty six, and the other forty five is still to come. You yeah. know, it's just it's just madness if you if you you. Open your eyes a little bit and look further than end of your nose. <laughs> but, but come on, I agree. Yeah, yeah, there's no point. But that's football, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're a QPR fan, then I, I understand your situation. Yeah, but this, the, the 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 issue there is is different at the moment, isn't it? For QPR, and I, I genuinely, I don't think anybody, any any right-minded football fan, believes that that situation will be allowed to continue. Much longer, so we'll see. But yeah, yeah, he ain't keeping that job, is he? No, oh. I don't know. We're looking to his contract length. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, John on the on the Birmingham side, I think just to put the neutral thing in, we they still need four more players in, in theirs, and then look after a new keeper. Uh, you can't have ours um, for reasons that are very that I've let John know. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, moving forward, Mick, between now and Tuesday, I'm assuming there's going to be no transfer business unless somehow he gets signed, which would be a blessing, an absolute mm. blessing if he gets signed and get 90 minutes of his belt Tuesday. But let's assume he's not. Um, how important is Tuesday? We, we know the cup itself is not really that important because the prize money of the Carabao Cup is minimal. It's, it's it's not really worth it. It's not like the FA Cup where you get a few hundred grand. It's tens of thousands of the Carabao Cup. So it's not massively important in that sense. Mm. But having just had the performance we've had, how important is the game itself to not <laughs> lose again one or two or to a League Two team? Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? It's really important that we don't lose. But in terms of the season itself, it wouldn't be a bad thing if we lost. You know, we we don't really want to be having extra games given the size of the squad that we've got. Um, so it, it's yeah, you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't in this uh, in that competition, aren't you? Um, yeah. yeah, we need. I mean, uh, given also the fact that the team that play on Tuesday night against Morecambe will be unrecognisable to the one that played on Saturday and the one that plays next Saturday, I would I would will argue because we haven't got a big enough squad to change it that much. I, I think it will. Yeah, I think I think. I think there'll be very few, um, very few starters from Saturday in the in the opening lineup on uh, on Tuesday night. I would have thought, unless unless Matt Taylor, you know, feels that it, it's another game, it's a proper competitive game that that we can try and get some minutes into uh, into some of these players and drill into them what's expected of them. Um, yeah. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I, th- I think, uh, and echo John well, if, if you were managing sticking most of the starting 11 back out the door and say, put it right, I would, yeah, I would change Victor. I would definitely, I wouldn't keep Victor. There's no point risking him for that kind of game. And I'd be nice for Felix to get some minutes as well. So I think that would be a, a straight swap. Um, well, I mean, and, and given the fact that um, he may well be carrying an injury from, from Saturday, given the way he went down yeah. um, after that after that challenge. Um, he, he might need a rest, arguably. Yeah. Interesting to see if Sean Morrison can play. He's played 45 minutes. Can he play 45 minutes Saturday, an hour Tuesday, and then another 90 minutes on the Saturday? Those minutes have got to be managed, so we don't know whether that's going to be possible for Sean Morrison to play. Will Grant Hall be available? Obviously, we don't know about that. Um, what, why yeah. have these Sean Morrison's minutes got to be managed? I mean, I get, I understand, I know what Matt Taylor said, that he wouldn't be, wouldn't wasn't going to be playing the, the full ninety on Saturday, but my my reading of, of him saying that was because of the yellow card rather than because of. Oh injury. yeah, I just mean in general. I, I, um, I, I'm just using the Richard Wood handbook that a guy who's just yeah, come off yeah. a series who can't play two hundred and whatever two hundred two hundred whatever minutes in in, three, in a week. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. All right. I'll I'll take that. 
if Grant Hall's fit, I, again, I'd like you'd want to give Grant Hall some minutes, some competitive minutes. Um, midfield lottery, I'd, I would certainly be, put, be playing Ben Wiles because I, you've, got to, you've got to play him, try and play him into some form. Yeah. Um, I don't suspect you're going to manage his minutes. I think the injury was just an impact injury. I don't think there's any issues with that. So you've just got to try and play him. And if it were me, I would, I would say, right, your best position is X. You are playing there. Because it's, because it's a cup game and it's Morecambe, I am going to play you as a number 10. Even if things go really, really badly, I'm not moving you because I want you to, to sort of move forward. That's the attitude I would take with Ben Wiles. Um, but what do I know? I'm just, you know, some divvy does a podcast, so... You know what I mean? Um, Nicholas Skidmore with this one. Kelly or JJ or Eves close to half a game. Again, Nick, with Jordan Hugo, I'd be tempted just to play him again, just to try and yeah, get yeah. him some positive action. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, of course, Andre Green's signed there as well. We, we, yeah. we're, not, we're not sure about the, uh, the extent of his injury. I think my understanding was, again, it was a precaution on Saturday rather than... Um, Rather than anything else, so um, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's wait and see. But um, I, I, I think probably will be a much changed squad. But I, I fully accept the arguments that have been given for it not to be, um, and I can definitely see the merit of that. Yeah. Um, a few more comments to Nicholas says it was a positive uh, that JJ came on. Yeah, it is absolutely really good to see JJ back on the pitch. Hopefully, he gets a. I, I can't see him spending the season with us, but I hope it wherever whichever loan he gets, I hope it's a real positive for him, so we can we'll move forward, move forward. We, we all like JJ. We all want him to do well and have a good career, no matter what. I agree, hundred percent. But I hate to say it, but I thought he was poor when he came on. I don't think he impacted the game at all. I think no. He got involved in it, so a bit disappointed with that. But he's been out for a long time, so and he's not played at this level, you know. So I'm not. That's not a criticism. It's just. You know, it's just an observation, mm. really. Yeah, Kim says JJ needs minutes sticking with Hugo, maybe. Yeah, give it, give Hugo a partner, um, yeah. and, J- and then JJ will be able to learn off Hugo as well, because I think they could end up being similar type players to be honest with you, with JJ's physicality. Yeah. yeah. Um, on our predictions, none of us got it right because we all went positive. Me and Dan went one nil towards. Mick went one one. So the first week of predictions has been a disaster. But um, I get closer. No, so I'll close you two. You don't, I'm afraid. No, um, so that's a zero points all around for everybody for all of us to start with. Well done. We'll do some more predictions, Mick. I'll not add these into the uh, into future calculations, but this is just for fun. This one, what do you reckon Tuesday's result is going to be against Morecambe? <laughs> I think we'll, I think we'll win. I think we'll win 2 0. 2 0, like it. Well, I don't care whether we win or lose, frankly, as long as we can get a performance in there. You hate this competition. You don't hate this competition, but you don't like it, do you? Uh, not, not when, not when we're at this level. No, um, the the league is far, far more important to us, for me anyway. Mm. Just you know, I go one nil. I think I think it's gonna be a dreadful, boring one nil. We lose one nil to him last season or, or two one. I can't remember. I think we one nil. Yeah, I suspect it's something similar, but I think we'll maybe on positive hope for this time. IFC 19, less positive. Thinks we're 2 0 to Morecambe. Uh, John, <laughs> John Reynolds is Morecambe on pens. Nicholas Skidmore says 3 0. Um, yeah, lovely 3 0 victory. Although, again, it wouldn't be too much to take into Saturday. It would be nice to just take something. It's a bit of positivity. Um, mm. And you yeah. know, might get one of the big boys in the third round, in the second round. Sorry, should we make it? Um, should we make it through? Matt Squire says 3 0. Steve Adams says one positive for Mick. It was a nice sunset tonight over Penmon. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, Very beautiful. Great. <laughs> it was lovely in Swinton as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, please. I think you will. Anything else you want to think before, before I wrap up and let everyone know what the things over the next few days are? I feel a little bit better having got one or two. Remarks off my chest. My wife's <laughs> sick of hearing about it already. Um, so, yeah, I'm. Um, I feel a little bit better, but not much given the performance. No, no same here. We we will be back on for the preview review. We'll do a small review and more on the preview of the Blackburn game, which is coming up on Saturday. That'll be out on Thursday. Me and Danny will be going to the Morecambe game, so we'll probably do a post match reaction. 
instant reaction, which we'll put up on YouTube. So make sure you've subscribed to the YouTube channel. And we've also got a Blackburn fan lined up. So the scouting report will be up on Friday. That So that great numbers from everybody. So thank you for really watching the Stoke scouting report. I hope you enjoyed it because that was one of our better performing videos. Thank you for everybody who did that and subscribed so far. We're creeping up to 1,200 subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so um, because we want you to. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> if you're on iTunes and Spotify, again, make sure you've subscribed. Uh, if you're not on iTunes and Spotify, go over and subscribe and download it for us because that would be a massive help for us as well. Uh, even if you don't listen to it, download it through there. If you've been watching on here, download it through there because that, that helps us. And if you haven't given us a five-star rating, I've seen that those five-star ratings have gone up a lot recently. Please do give us a five-star rating if you haven't done already to let everybody know that you think it's good. If you won't give it a one-star rating, please don't. But keep that to yourself. <laughs> uh, we only accept five stars. Um, Nick, thank you very much for being with us tonight and go and enjoy your court-bought beer. Um, yes. The correct. Wonderful. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you very, very soon. Smiles on. And don't be Miller's. <laughs> don't be Miller's. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Bodringer. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Rotherham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolphin. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.